All right, guys, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. First things first, how's your day going? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Five out of ten. Yeah. What you been up to? I, I just mix in. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just working, working on some stuff. Your stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's good to hear. I'll take it at something further down the line, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think not, not too far away. Hopefully, we, we yeah got lots lots on the plate right now. So I think um, next four five months, I think we're going to be putting a, a song out every eight weeks. Yeah, um, and we're quite behind with our plans. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just fucking. More, it's more building the war, war chest, so to speak, for the next couple of months. So everything's kind of ready to go, ready to come out. So wow. cross all the all the dots and cross the t's and dots t's. The <laughs> cross the lowercase j's yeah yeah it's the best way to be man particularly during such a busy period i have to ask then is that part part of your being behind and i guess also the last 18 months or so how you guys been how you guys been holding up during the pandemic on a personal level first uh i mean the first half was the worst fucking thing in the world but then it got better after that <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. i've been all right i've been I was quite busy because I do crew work when I'm not doing band stuff. Right. So I there was stuff that I could be. I I had work basically. So here in Cardiff, they're building a hospital inside the rugby stadium. So kind of as soon as lockdown started happening, I was pretty much working all the way through it. So I oh. wasn't stuck inside like everyone else. In fact, I couldn't wait to get home. You know, <laughs> chill out. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. It, there was times stretches where it was a bit boring uh, when work dried up a little bit, but it's been all right, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it was okay. It's better now. I, I, I record other bands for a living, um. So the like the yeah the second half, no one could gig, so everyone wanted to do an album. So I was yeah I was just really really busy, you know, second half of all of this. I guess we're in chapter three now of yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pandemic. Um, but <laughs> like most of it, yeah, I was just just really, really busy, just uh, recording loads of albums for other bands. And then eventually, um, well, we released our we released our second song as the pandemic started. Yeah, so March, the April. Yeah, April, yeah. So the timing couldn't have been worse. Uh, it was like it was one of our favorite songs as well, which we yeah. thought, yeah, this this might do okay. And uh, yeah, there was a uh, the news was <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, it kind of stunted our growth, so to speak. You know? Yeah, I mean, I find that quite interesting because obviously, you guys, the effect on Defcot Electric, you formed in the latter part of 2019. You never really got going properly before it all kind of kicked in. But considering the way people kind of consume music and stuff like that. Why do you think it kind of stunted your, stunted your growth, so to speak? Because we wanted, with us, even though we do have lots of music recorded, there is, we want to have a visual component and, and to every kind of song we do. Everything we've released so far has a, a music video, which is part, in our minds anyway, of a, of a greater narrative. They are mm. kind of related. They kind of live in this whole universe. Sounds a bit pretentious, I know, but that's the way we think of it. The way we want to present ourselves isn't just just reel off music into kind of like very little 
expectation or audience. We, we want to put a lot of effort into, re, into the releases to give the best thing possible. So you that know, obviously we, it, we were stunted as well because not everyone had money coming in to help push the songs. You know what I mean? We didn't know what the market was like in terms of releasing more tracks, whatever not it'd be open to that. We didn't really know what to do, to be honest. Is the timing of it as well? Because we released Delete, like the first song we released started really well. Like it was on radio, like it was on, it was getting played by people we didn't think in a million years would be playing our stuff anyway. So then the second song, Delete, which we thought, um, this will do well, this is cool. Yeah. Um, that it, it still did okay on radio and stuff, like Kerrang were playing it loads and blah, blah, blah. But it was just the timing of everything. It was a bit like, well, we've just put out like... And we couldn't, we couldn't see each other as well. Yeah. I forget. We couldn't group it together and make content and, and kind of keep it going, jump on it. Everyone was kind of getting their lives organised. We did have Zoom meetings, but I think... We we did do a lot of remote recording, saying that, though. Hmm. We're, we're saying it with growth cost did. It was more like just in the... Um, uh, the, the, the outside world growth. Terrible way of putting it. Do you mean where we put a song out, pandemic happened, so we were a bit like, OK, we don't really know what to do now. So I think we just kind of, like, behind the scenes started doing stuff yeah you know like we did record a couple of things remotely like alec the drummer recorded in his garage the drums for a couple of songs i did some stuff here like Bidim did um guitars at your place yeah. shanklin the bass player who does all the visual um video stuff we, we built a studio we did house. turn this yeah we did turn his bedroom into like a, a green screen tv room yeah. uh so i mean we see we say growth was stunted it was more like from a release point of view we did we took it as an opportunity as well to kind of build stuff to make lots of stuff when we could meet with each other before yeah actually yeah speaking out loud it's yeah. gone quite well actually we're yeah. right into a third album now so, yeah. <laughs> so um like we're, we're quite ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah, actually sing it out loud, like, what with me, it's been awful. It's like, yeah, we are writing our third album. We're going to record, start recording the second album next year. Next summer, probably. And, yeah, and then I think by the end of the year, we should have the first album <laughs> recorded. So I think, like, I, I think it has been okay. It's just more like, it's just, it's just the whole fucking press machine thing now. Mm. You know, timing that and like, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's the timing of everything when the thing's busy, like not having gigs, uh, only starting back gigs now. Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah, it's all a shit show, really, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, trying to organise that. Um, everything you're saying is completely understandable. Uh, the choice of words you use, at first, uh, pretentious. I don't, go back to that. Don't think that at all. In fact, I adore it. I adore it. I want yeah and love narratives, and I love yeah. consistent stories, particularly if, although I'm presuming here, if, for example, your album was effectively a narrative from beginning to end, told through visual and sound medium, that's fascinating yeah. to me personally. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have, I think there's characters that introduce throughout the album and themes that kind of go in and out throughout the whole thing. Um, definitely phrases that are repeated, not just lyrically, but musically as well, different kind of fingerprints of, of tones and, and things that kind of echo. Do you know what? It's not so much a concept album. Of course. But it's 
it's definitely like you put it perfectly the other day where it's kind of a moment in time right you know, and there's all these all the lyrics that are written when we wrote all these songs would not be written now and they kind of live in this whole universe that we kind of that's it's been over the last couple of years yeah, really yeah. like putting it together i mean it's not like uh yeah it's, it's not like a <laughs> it's not a concept album no, no. by any stretch it's just the fact that every video we make it seems to be like this little universe we're creating yeah, it's yeah. just weird kind of like you know like it uh, almost kind of does it by itself you know okay. what i mean like the video there, there seems to be a recurring theme of some kind of closed circuit television thing capturing everything or a television some kind of distorted tv world where where the characters live or they're prisoners or they're trapped or something like that and it kind of it kind of resonates through each video it kind of keeps going and i don't know how far we can stretch it yeah with, yeah so it's, it is just trying it's yeah. just each video is just trying to see um yeah what piece of the puzzle is this and then hopefully when we wrap the whole thing up next year once the album is out it'll kind of it'll all make sense to one, us because yeah. we don't really understand it right now <laughs> kind of as we go along you know when you look at it all everything you finished and you and you kind of absorb it there you're like oh this all fucking means something mm. what it is i don't know but it, it means something nonetheless yeah that yeah. does make sense but yeah. it means something yeah. well you're clearly clearly incredibly imaginative um artists but maybe not in complete control yet no i think that's I think we pride ourselves in not being in control. <laughs> I think that, especially Death Electric, kind of fucking, it's chaos, ultimately. When we write the songs, we write the lyrics, anything can fucking happen, you know, especially with the videos themselves. How exciting is that for you then, in the, when it comes to sort of writing? It, is it as, I mean, you make it sound like effectively anything's game and when it comes to writing any idea can be thrown into a pot and we'll see what comes out is that a fair way to describe the yeah the yeah with a, with the whole thing yeah i mean the the writing itself it, like of the music is just as just is just really easy yeah you know what what we think the first album is it is this kind of like super fuzzed out fast aggressive kind of thing um but there are no rules so like yeah it, it is whatever comes out you know so we're hoping each album will have its own uh um flavor yeah I'll, I'll, lose, I'll lose three for extra irony vibe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like um but it's yeah it, it, it is whatever comes out to me we don't really we don't really like when we were writing the first album we weren't really listening to much rock music you know like so i i i fucking hate when bands say that I, I i've caught a couple of bands say and i hate it when they say that but that is that is true um so i i don't know where this has come from i think we're more just piecing it together retrospectively be like oh, okay cool that's that this mm. is that this is that you know um we never sat down and be like we're gonna make this screamy fuzzed out like you know digital television um uh you know it, it was never a plan like that it just happened you know we, we just wanted to make something that we like the sound of pretty much we, we didn't want to please anyone but ourselves yeah. and whatever kind of came out whatever we'd like oh that's fucking cool let's keep doing this so how can we how can we make this a song how can we work this idea that's a cool idea and then it kind of just developed itself organically never kind of tried to appease anyone and therefore we didn't have parameters or, or restrictions in what we did you know did that, 
that's uh, obviously incredibly fascinating. I have to ask as well, considering you're suggesting you didn't plan certain things, the idea of your know, music also, you know, being in tandem with a visual uh, aspect and perhaps mm. wider fields than that, whether it be uh, crossover points, be it, I don't know, just spitballing, things like comic books and all that, creating a world, as it were, is that something that's becoming a bit more prevalent in your head and thinking about, okay, we can expand our universe? Yeah, no, I think. Mm. It, it, no, but as you're saying, it was, um, that's just that's just the kind of stuff we like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think after, like, coming out and all this weird, surreal kind of shit, you know, that it, it's just coming out. You know the so- the songs themselves, even though you can't understand the lyrics because I'm just because <laughs> I'm just screaming in a mic. It's all you know, none of it's like maybe baby I love you. I mean, the, the, you know, there's no love songs. It's all um, uh, yeah. So you know, the lyrics are sort of this fucking stupid surrealist thing. The videos sort of follow on that. It's they're thematically connected. Yeah, I think with the with the visual universe, we made the first video. The first video we did, there was an idea. It was the four, the band members, kind of being observed through like a security camera by like a hidden, um, I don't know what you call him. I don't know, puppet master. Puppet kind of master. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The band was playing. What was it's almost like an audition for this evil organization, <laughs> and they have like uh, bombs or something attached to their chests. And in the end, when the song ends, it kind of counts down and they kind of explode. And then the second idea we had was. The, the band was like it was like an Alex Jones type um, character, like spreading message of the band for the TV of the listener. You know, this huge, over the top, ridiculous boast, all all this nonsense, like like a news channel thing. And I think from there, when you have those two ideas, like how they're kind of connected in a weird way with the overlords, the puppet master, and the guy screwing about, you know. Because we are conspiracy, yeah. like internet kind of, you know that that character like yeah. <laughs> rolls over. So at the start, there wasn't like, oh, we'll have this like overarching universe with this story. After the first kind of two maybe there was a bit. We have been speaking about it for a while actually. Yeah. So there, there, there might have been. It's it's hard to say in word how words how much of this is planned yeah. to how much it's, after, it's been done. After we had them and looked at them, it's like, oh, let's continue this. Where can we go? Where where does this go next? You have the first two panels in like a like a, a long story. Where do we go from there? You know, and I think we've we've done that with the last. There's a there's one coming out on the 29th, I think, of this month. The vi- the video, yeah, the song's coming out. The song's coming out on the 22nd, and the, uh, the video come out on the 29th, and I think it's an extension of that where the band are kind of trapped in a LSD kind of acidy. Telly. Telly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Used, used old kind of CRT technology and really fucked around with the with, with the technology, like used old video. Yeah, so yeah. Used, that aspect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's like um and it's just working well with what we got as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like we've got a funny um we've got a funny motto where we're making some of the videos. It's just like if we were to make like a high def video, you know, like crystal clean, yeah. unless Unless it's as good as Gangnam Style, yeah. we'll go the other way and make it more analog lo-fi. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. I think we got there. I think we got there. <laughs> you mentioned already new single, Snakes and Their Children, 22nd out via Black Maraca Records. For those that have never heard a song by you, so let's just say they're sitting there watching and listening to this and 
they're thinking never heard of Def Cult Electric. Mm-hmm. Give us a brief rundown of what this song sounds like to you. So, um, do you know when the Matrix played? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the blue pill and the red pill. This is the fucking purple pill. I think okay. it's it's um it's yeah it's apocalyptic fuzz pop. It's kind of bouncy. It's got a dance feel to it, but it's got fucking screaming and barking and orders and great lyrics. If I say so myself. <laughs> um, it's it's just yeah it's it's just a it's just a fuzzy mess for the beat yeah yeah it's it's quite it's got it's yeah I think it's got a balance to it I think it'll get people dancing yeah you know what I mean I mean if I don't know the first lyric is um <laughs> the first lyric is uh, that damn cunt is an educated tone he tried to call me on a xylophone yeah and then the rest of the lyrics make just as little sense it makes sense to first. it makes sense to us yeah, yeah. I think. You know, when we put the press kit together for the song and we were trying to describe the song, I think it was, it was like a, it was all, it was a tongue in cheek, the way we wrote it anyway, it was like a, an ode, like a celebration of our reptilian overlords, you know, that type of attitude. It's like, oh, you know, there, we, there is Illuminati, but we love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You're celebrating it rather than running away from it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, if so, yeah, if someone's listening that they want us to describe the music. I mean, no one can really do that. You no, just have you just you case. just have to listen to it. You know, it doesn't sound like Arthur. No, and it doesn't sound like. Well, no, it just doesn't sound like Arthur. There you go. Yeah. Abba, it doesn't sound like Cradle of Filth. There's the two opposite ends of the scale. I think that's the best to describe it. I think I 100% agree with that. If you really want to know what this track or your previous work sounds like, let's go listen to it. For me, it was described as similar fuzzed pop. And I saw pop and went, well, I, I can listen to that. It'll be fun, right? And it's incredibly bouncy, incredibly peppy, incredibly quite upbeat yeah. if you're not listening to certain parts of it. But guys, as well as that, of course, you already mentioned it, the video, not available for public consumption as of yet. But I have seen it. I have yeah. seen it. Yes. Oh, you're one of the lucky few that got to see the, that private link. Oh. I did. <laughs> and you're right to describe it as a mind bender. I mean, in, for me, it was very dystopian imagery combined with the retro inspirations and used the term already acid trip. Yeah. What are you trying when you when you're designing that kind of video? What are you hoping to capture specifically with that in regards to how it fits the song? I think it was just. I don't think there's a lot of videos that look like the Snakes and the Children video. I don't think people try to retrograde stuff, but by using new technology. And Steph's, Steph's brainchild, this idea, was to use the actual fucking technology, mm. to using old video glitchy software and old. Well, it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? We, yeah. we just bought a load of um, uh, old CRTVs and some like. Um, uh, like video mixes yeah and then you you just run the thing through it and then um uh yeah run through, through thing and just glitch it so it's you know it's all it, it is that it is that retro thing yeah uh, it's not conscious being like oh we're gonna do a retro thing because the music's not really retro it's it's um uh i've no idea what the music is but um but yeah that was the vibe just to buy a load of shitty equipment and, and then just glitch it up and then um i think when we knew we when we had we knew it was kind of kind of look like 
for the most part. Obviously, yeah. it is an experiment. I think what was in the a lot of it's, it's all recorded kind of on green screens, and everyone's wearing a cinema uniform, as you've seen, everyone's kind of wearing these turtleneck things. <laughs> yeah. So it is kind of like we're troops for whatever those puppet master higher power that's mm-hmm. in the rest of the videos is in. When you add those that element and the and the glitchy thing, that's fucking snakes and their children. That's that's what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? I have to ask, why go to so much effort to get the old equipment and do it that way? When, as you said yourself, you could just mess around with it in a computer with some software. What kind of prompted you to go, oh, no, we're going to use the old equipment? Well, we, it looks, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks really cool. We like it. And like our bass player, Shankman, who edits a lot of videos, it's just like, I think sometimes we meet up every Monday to go, how can we make his life a nightmare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, it, because we want him to struggle. I mean, so, we, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I think of making the, bringing the idea to life and making it look the best way you possibly could. I think the best way to do that was to do how we did it, was just to use the real, the real stuff and do it for real. Saying that though, we're not, we might not do that again because it was a pain in the ass. <laughs> so we could say all this pretentious shit, and so. Uh, the that song, could, that could be the next part yeah, that'd be, yeah, yeah, that'd be the next part of the narrative, yeah, no, yeah, right, itself. Um, but but yeah, we just did it that way. Lockdowns, as well, like, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, yeah, we're trying to do the next video for next month, that's not gonna happen. We've already, <laughs> we've already got oh, scheduled there, um, so yeah. Everyone's going to be different, you know. It's just kind of like we we do everything ourselves, yeah. You know, so it's just like all the videos that we do, like you know, we record. Yeah, we record the songs, we uh, uh, mix them themselves, um, whatever else there is to do in this. Um, at, at the moment, anyway, we're slowly building the team together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, pe- people are into the band, and they're interested, so that's good. So some of the admin shit has been taken care of a, a little bit um but yeah it's just yeah to answer your question like why it's the only way isn't it really yeah just to do the best possible product you know the best it's, it's gotta look cool that's the, i think that's the most important thing even if it is too much even if it's too much for it yeah. it's to do the coolest looking thing you have to grab people's attention you have to there's no question with the amount of output that goes on now Another thing that I think is really important, I already mentioned the important feel-good quality of the track, positive, positivity. Uh, you know, we live in a very negative times. We live in a very negative world. It's positivity and the desire to kind of have fun, make fun music as well, something that's deeply ingrained in Death, death Cult or Electric. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I think... I guess we just don't take... I, I guess most, most rock music you know, or like, you know, rock music, it, it is just, I don't know, it is just maybe baby, isn't it? Or it's just like serious love songs, yeah. but, but they're never serious because can you really be sincere about like the topic of love in every song on <laughs> every album, you know? So then, uh, which is a bit of a curveball, uh, not your question, but so yeah, about it being fun, it's just like, well, yeah, it, it's rock music, isn't it? Rock music is really, really fun. Yeah. And you are writing, so you can listen back to it and go, oh yeah, we like this. You know, you're not, um, yeah. So I guess with positivity, 
yeah, it's it's have, it's fun to. music, isn't it? Like I know a lot of people think it's really really dark and it's really abrasive. Hmm. Um, I don't think that. I think it's I think it's I think it's a nice listen. Well, <laughs> when you describe fuzz and you use the term fuzz to describe any part of your music, that almost comes with an abrasive quality before you've heard a single note. Yeah, it, I mean it is abrasive. I mean I sound like a velociraptor screaming down the mic, like uh, maybe not in the best way, but um, but it's still. Yeah, it's rock music, isn't it? You know, it's not. Um... I think when you when you listen to music, you tell that we're, we're having fun. I think I think it's it's, it's it is loud and it's abrasive, and I think it, it gets us up in the morning. And it, you know, you got to have fucking energy to to play fast and to scream. It, it's it's a bit of a workout, you know. It's infectious you... as well. If you're having fun and I can hear you having fun, it will naturally put a smile on my face if I'm in a bad mood or something like that. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. And I guess some of the nature of the songs as well, because they're sort of based around these like weird characters. Mm. I guess because it's not totally personal, like, you know, like because this imagery and surrealism and like, you know, weird and wacky themes or whatever, you will have fun about it because you know, I'm, you know, we're not singing about like, oh, my breakfast tasted like crap yesterday. My girlfriend hates me. You know, it's not songs like oh, wherever people are singing about. So yeah, it, it's going to be fun. Um, it's quite, it's, it's escapism for us as well as, as I think. Yeah, it's like a comic book, isn't it? Like you know, like like even you know, even if you're reading a, a really dark comic book, it's still fun, yeah, isn't yes. it? Like you know, it's still um, so it's. Um, Yes, it's a weird, yeah, I, I don't like the term we don't take it seriously because I guess that's not correct. Not but if, if there's another word to use to describe that, then yeah, I mean, well, we lose you that can, word. You can yeah. totally take your music seriously and still have a good time. The, the suggesting that to uh, be taking your music seriously, you must be stoic and stony-faced and just playing it in a certain way is, is, is not, it's not something I want to hear. Yeah, it's like a lot of metal these days, isn't it? Like, you know, it is It is just like, they are singing about the same stuff. And I don't know if it's like some kind of, yeah, fake um, sincerity about like the topics where it's it's all super serious about, I don't know, about something <laughs> cool. I, I, feel like, I don't know, I think I know what you're singing about, but, you know, at least make it a bit more wild if you are going to sing about dragons and mountains and shit, yeah. <laughs> you know? You, know, but um, but yeah, it's yeah. Throw some shade at power metal there, by the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys played a show recently. Mm-hmm. How was that? Was that a bit of a surreal experience to be back in that environment? The first we our first gig was the Friday before last, and that was mm. surreal. And I was, I was very nervous. I don't think you were. I thought, yeah, I, 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 I'm a robot. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel no emotion but... but we were I was it was a bit surreal and Lord did not um, get on the gearing you know mm. doing the sound check not really knowing what's going to happen and I think we were told as we arrived at the venue that I've been busy all week so we were anticipating that the crowd is, is going to be quite a busy show and it, it was great yeah it was great the crowd room is and it, it was really good seeing like a bunch of like yeah. you know weird goth kids just randomly at a gig yeah. uh, um, I think the crowd were really open they, they really were wanting the gig to, yeah. to be really good you know they were they, the, the main thing that took us back though it, it was the, the the more the physical you know having 18 months off mm. playing live because right before the lockdown 
I think we, we were getting into, like most bands, we were getting into a groove where mm-hmm. it was starting and we're fairly new. Um, and the music's quite hard to play. Like, um, it's it's quite fast, it's quite intense. Like, it's, it's physically challenging. Like, we're down picking a lot of things, you know, really fast, like the screaming and everything. So uh, the the gig itself, yeah, the show as a show, it was great on the people there, but the physicality of it took us back a little bit. Yeah. I'll be like, ah, oh, shit, this again. This is that you know, it's not it's not a cover band. Yeah. You know, it 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 is intense. It's um, it's it's yeah, it, it is aggressive, fast music. There's only so much practice and rehearsal that you can do. You need to get a gig. It's it's like exercising, but with the weights on. You know, when you do a show, it's it's harder. It's so band fit. There's band fit, and then there's stage fit. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, totally. Mm. And and we're unfit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there was a point halfway through the show where I was thinking, God, we should be writing easier music to yeah, play yeah. than this. I feel like, yeah, like maybe maybe the next album will be. A fork album, <laughs> a little bit more. Not because out. we like fork, but because it'd be easier to play. Yeah. You know, acoustic guitars. <laughs> true, true. Considering the nature of your music so far, I wouldn't put anything past you. Who's who? We'll, we'll see what you guys are up to. Guys, going back to something you said earlier on, uh, you talked briefly mentioned admin, and I want to talk about admin of being in a band these days. Something very specific, which is the, the need to always be online social media, ever-present, all that sort of stuff. Is this something that, A, you think you're good at, and B, something you actually enjoy? No, we think we're terrible at it, and we hate the we next do. question. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we know how important it is, because hmm. we know we can, you can make a successful band just online. Yeah. Um, nowadays. Yeah, there are some bands where... Um, there are a couple I've heard of. Um, is that a myth, though? Or... No, no, I, I know people are friends of friends and yeah. stuff like that, of some bands that they just they just grinded it online and the admin and the marketing. And, and even though they're not brilliant, mm. they have, have got places. I, if anything, that's fucking credit to them, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, regardless, I've got nothing against their terrible music. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but um... <laughs> It's just the way it is now, isn't it? Like everyone consumes all the information and all the entertainment on the internet. Mm. You know, you're not you're not looking at posters anymore. No. Um, so we tr- for years and still now it, it is a bit of a chore. Like, yeah. um, which is weird because we do enjoy making the content that we're putting on it. You know, this surrealism world and this in this visual stuff. That's that's the thing though. It's, the, it's when we whatever we put online. As much effort needs to be put into that as, as it would anything else. And that yeah. kind of we're not the type of band that just tweets stuff or, or do all that. We want to make something cool to put on Instagram. But yeah, cool. but that but that doesn't fit into today's world of like you know yeah um, consistent yeah. consistent content and all that kind of stuff. Like I mean I mean um, but um, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, most of it we hate it. I, the four of us have got like big opinions on social media and all that stuff anyway regardless of the band so i think that's been the struggle with us mm. we've got all these opinions and distaste for it anyway yeah you know mm. as individuals we just don't use it like really like so then all of a sudden when you're in a band um the way to 
as, especially as an independent band, but I'm sure it's the same for the big bands. Like, you know, that's how you build the hype and that's how you make connections, that's how you make fans. So it's like, it's a balancing act, isn't it? It's like the thing you hate is the thing you need. Yeah. So it's, um, it's too good a resource to just ignore. Yeah. You know, mm. yeah, because we could sit here all day and talk about how terrible and mind numbing social media is, but it is mm. it is a pretty cool yeah. tool. Yeah, I I spoke to a guy from America a couple of days ago, you know, where you who really liked the music, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, fuck writing letters, yeah. <laughs> fan mail. <laughs> yeah, you've always said the internet is going to be really big. Yeah, one day, yeah, yeah. One you day, know, one day. It's just, I mean, I completely understand what you're saying. It's just difficult. And uh, we always, we ask every band this question, so to speak, in regards to what their opinions on social media, purely to get a wide array from speaking to bands that have been doing this 30 odd years and then got dropped into the world of social media to bands like yourself that have started fairly new, although you've been around a bit longer, um, and are still finding their feet, so to speak. And everybody struggles. Nobody seems to have nailed exactly what it is you need to do. No. Yeah, no, it's the time as well. It's time consuming, mm. you know. And if you know, um, it's like if we were getting, uh, yeah, if, if there was a fuckload of money you're talking about, you know, like like yesteryear, then yeah, it might be a bit easier to do. Yeah. But then even you see with the big big bands, it's like they don't do all that stuff themselves, mm. you know. So why would they, you know? You hire a social media manager. Yeah, of course you would. Like, and even though that term sounds really lame, like, uh, yeah, I'd happily someone do, you know, so, so we don't have to speak to the that's, pe- that's, peasants ourselves, you know. That's how you, <laughs> that's how you find out things that happen. Like, if you're a favorite band, you're going to go on social media now before you go on, like, a music website or something. You're going to check social media every day. So if when you're following a band, that's how most of the time you'll find out what they're doing they're doing something new you know yeah well, well i mean this thing like gbhbl like i mean like it's someone's to come across any of this stuff this was probably a link on social media isn't it oh and there's a, yeah they're click on angle to it's like the middleman of yeah. um everything things are changing as well though so it's just like um it's it's you have to concentrate on it, but then like not putting all your eggs in one basket. It's like, think about the amount of bands 10, 12, 15 years ago, all where all their fans were on my MySpace. Oh. Yeah. And let's where I bet loads of bands load uh loads of bands lost contact with their fan base because they just had it centralized in MySpace, you know? I think once that went down, like um, but yeah. Honestly, we could be if I was speaking about social media, like we don't really like the fact that all of our information is centralized to um, like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, who yeah. is an actual lizard. Like, <laughs> um, I, it's, it's amazing that no one's seen his skills, mm-hmm. you know, like is um, it's like I, I don't know what plastic surgeon he has, but like honestly, he looks a little bit like a human being. It's mm. it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, I can't, you know. This is going to go up on Facebook, so we should probably I'll cut. We're going to have to cut that bit out then, otherwise we'll never I, get it up. <laughs> they're listening to everything, and they yeah, damn them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah. I want to ask you then. So one of the things that I noticed, particularly when it came to press and talking about you guys, is the term supergroup. 
Now, uh, that's an interesting term because I feel like it automatically puts extra and potentially unnecessary pressure on you. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've never called it with so far. Like, I, I don't think, I think mean, it's just it's just PR people, isn't it? And radio people, like we've been in a couple of bands that have hmm. done okay. And all, all of a sudden it's a super group, which... Uh, it's a lot of horseshit, really. It's misleading as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the term supergroup as in, like, oh, they're super. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, yeah, I guess that's a lot of bollocks. Like, you really, you know. Um, but as you said, yeah, not that we feel any pressure from... No, I don't think too at all. You know. On the flip side, it certainly works, I think, because automatically reading something like that, you end up going, if you don't know who you are, you end up looking into the names and then going, okay, well, what groups were they in? And you kind of spread yourself that way, maybe end up discovering previous work from that. Yeah, 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 possibly. Um, like, it's a weird one as well, because it's like we speak, yeah, Sarah speak, there's like some dudes from America and stuff we're working hmm. with, and... Um, uh, I was on a Zoom call with, yeah, this guy last week, and it was only like forty minutes into the conversation he realised we've done X, Y, and Z. So he didn't know that either, but he already knew some of that stuff. So he, for him, it was like, oh my god, that's you know. Um, but yeah, I guess that shit is just in the press release because it's it's more appealing. It's, it's so it's fancier. Yeah, it's fancier, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if it was up to us, there'd be no press release. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> there, there'd be no like you know it would just be a yeah either it'd be a secret to a call black, a black envelope a black envelope like a floppy disk <laughs> that is so modern i love that yeah yeah, yeah. floppy disks are coming back man <laughs> absolutely tapes are vinyls becoming hot all over again yeah, why yeah, the hell yeah. not bring floppy disks back yeah 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 all right, guys, before I let you go then, last thing, let's just reiterate some of your long-term rundown uh, plans for the remainder of 2021 and potentially some hopeful plans for 2022. So we've got Snakes and Their Children on the 22nd of September and the video on the 29th of September. So go back through again, if you don't mind, uh, what's going to happen afterwards. There'll be a song in November or end of October. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe in time for Halloween. Yeah, maybe. We did have a big plan for Halloween and uh, I don't know yet now because, uh, yeah. Um, so there might be another two songs this year and then next year it's just going to be, I think we're going to release four or five singles, like one a month until the album comes out. With the album come out spring or summer. Okay. Yeah. Summer. Yeah. And then just fucking do it again. Yeah, they're straight into album two. I think album two is already written though. So, um, Hopefully, if we can record that and finish it by the time the first one comes out, which I, I think we will. Um, uh, yeah, that's the plan, basically. Just lots of songs. Um, mm. Things are only starting to open up now, so things are only being presented to us now. Yep. So it's a little bit like, usually it'd be like, yeah, we have this tour, or we've got this, so, but it is a little bit things that, yeah, you know, things being presented now, you kind of yeah. think so. It's kind of hard to say. You're definitely uh, playing yeah. this, you're definitely doing that. But if the opportunity arises, you're likely to take them. Yeah, because yes. we're in the swing of things now. You mm. know, everyone's fighting for attention. Isn't it? Everyone's back now. Yeah, yeah. You've got to get in those spaces because it's going to be a busy next year and a half, provided we don't end up locking down or closing down yet again. Gentlemen, 
Death Cult Electric, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I mean, you can, you've been describing us better than we can. It's a struggle for us when people are like, I'll describe your music. And you've said lots of things. Oh, we, we should be interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?